Welcome to Chapter Plays, an actual play podcast featuring cinematic role-playing stories of daring heroics and low intrigue. I'm your GM and host, Mike Athey. Today we're playing another chapter in the Gadget Extraction Team serial, a 1930s pulp adventure set in the world of Trinity Continuum Adventure, with an exclamation point. So, uh, this is our first episode, but we are recording... uh, this episode, I think we're on actually session 11 at this point of the game. Um, and uh, we're hopping in here sort of in medias res uh, in the spirit of the old cliffhanger serials. And uh, I'm joined today by three players. Uh, and uh, I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves and their characters. Uh, all right, I'll start. Uh, I'm Drew, Drew Rosenheim. Uh, I'm, I'm playing uh, Shay O'Keefe, a Irish uh, uh, labor uh, unionist uh, labor organizer uh, who has... Uh, actually, uh, I was going to say superpowers. They're superpowers. Uh, he can... Uh, yeah, he, he uh, can make bullets bounce off him. He's kind of like a, a low-end Superman sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a boxer, and uh, yeah, he's he's got a uh, kind of a a heart of gold situation where, despite all of his his toughness, he's the big softy on the inside. Okay, cool. Hi, I'm Sam pronouns they them and i'm playing emma banachek a former daredevil turned pulp author who still hasn't realized that there's a former part in front of that daredevil thing mm-hmm. and she's a yeah like you said she's a daredevil um mm-hmm. shay you're what is it stalwart yes that is correct right these are terms from the the adventure um, setting from the from the rule book for Trinity Continuum. Yes. Yeah. And uh, well, who's our, our last uh, player and character? Hi, I am Merle, and I am playing Jean Pierre Auclerc, a deserter from the French Army. Blah, deserter from the French Army. Uh, I believe also a daredevil, uh, something of a thief. Uh, bon vivant, man about town, occasional car liberator, and we have had some interesting times over the past couple sessions. Yeah, uh, so just give a little backstory. The, the gadget extraction team, the premise is that these are, um, talents who are working for a group called the Aeon Society, which is sort of the uh, kind of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in the pulp vein in uh, the 30s who are trying to kind of save the world from itself. And uh, this team's specific goal is to locate and acquire potentially dangerous artifacts and super science items. Uh, especially if they might happen to fall into the hands of bad guys like, you know, mad scientists, Nazis, evil industrialists, that kind of thing. 
And uh, as we pick up this particular session, uh, somebody want to try to give me a recap of what happened last session? Remember, I can I can give you some of the basics if you need some uh, prodding. Been a while. Yeah, it has been a little while. Uh, I was going to say, uh, without going over the whole thing, we had just. Uh, Oh, escaped? Escaped may not be the best word for it, uh, but we had just gotten away from uh, the local... Uh, we'd gotten ourselves tangled up into a uh, local dispute in... Hmm. Chile, correct? Yeah, Chile, Santiago. Yes. yes. I wanted to make sure that I was remembering that, that part right. That'd be important. Uh... But yes, we uh, there was a uh, labor dispute between uh, some of the local indigenous people and uh, well, the the local government, and uh, we had gotten ourselves tangled up in that uh, in in an attempt to help the uh, the local uh, the local was it lumber lumber union. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's a something. a big logging company that is exploiting local labor, and they've been uh, putting on a strike. But the, the government's uh, Republican militia has been sort of trying to stamp down on it. Right, which I believe had uh, Nazi ties, or am I misremembering that? There might be. Uh, there is definitely a, a guy with a, a German name. Um, to note that Chile um, had a, a large... Uh, mixed population of European settlers. So you had Germans and Danish and Dutch mixed in with the uh, people from Spain and uh, other parts of South and Central America. Cool. Yeah. And oh. uh, what it kind of brought you there was Shay was in the area trying to find out more about some local magical traditions and hoping basically to find someone with knowledge of the supernatural to get, that could help him learn how to use his abilities better. Because uh, as of yet, they're mostly still just a mystery to him. Uh, as we note, he's kind of like a uh, golden age era superhero in terms of strength. Um, and uh, this stuff is explained in, in the adventure setting as being the result of exposure to what they call telluric energy which is related to the larger meta plot of Trinity Continuum. But uh, for the characters, it's still very vague. Uh, Daredevils, and nobody in this setting thinks of Daredevils necessarily as superhuman. They manifest more like uh, your traditional action-adventure heroes in uh, these kinds of stories in that they're exceptionally lucky and competent. Um, whereas the... Well, the Star Wars can have some of that luck and competence. It's it's coming out more in overtly superhuman displays of power. So yeah, he invited uh, Emma and Jean-Pierre to join him here, and that's how he kind of got tangled up in this. Uh, you found out about a local industrialist named Aldeki, who had... Uh, a casino that he owns where he has something called a black museum where he puts a lot of local uh, relics. And um, 
that is of interest, obviously, to a team that is dedicated to taking relics that shouldn't belong to dangerous people, basically. But uh, currently, as I recall, yeah, you'd, you'd managed to sneak away from the, the Republican militia, made some contacts with the, the Mapuche people, and um, they and a, a local uh, American woman named Harriet are uh, heading off to try to go meet with a mysterious and somewhat sinister-sounding local sorcerer named Prieto. And that's kind of where we left off. So uh, to set the scene here, you guys are now outside of the city. You've uh, joined up with uh, Island. Uh, actually, no, no, sorry. You joined up with Nahuel, who is Island's younger brother. He's one of the Mapuche people in the, the labor union that you helped out. And uh, Harriet, who is a... Uh, the wife of an explorer and herself is actually an esteemed and successful photographer and journalist uh, who's familiar with the local people. And you're looking to try to find and speak to the scary shaman known as Prieto, who is uh, associated with a, a tradition in the region known as the uh, sort of warlocks of Chile, who are rumored to have extraordinary powers like flight and the ability to curse people and things like that. So uh, basically, we're starting off, I imagine, on a sort of jungle journey. So um, as you guys prepare to set off for uh, the rumored location of his uh, lair, uh, what kind of uh, equipment are you bringing along with you? I believe we've already covered it that Jean-Pierre uh, acquired a new hat. So yes. that's got to be appropriate for uh, traveling in the jungle. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from that, uh, it doesn't really seem the, the machete tight. Uh, waterproof matches, let's say. Mm -hmm. Sure. Or a must. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining Chase uh, carrying all the, the food. Uh, and uh, taking care of probably not all the machete work. Emma's pretty good with a blade uh, in general, but I imagine Shay's Shay's doing some uh, uh, his best uh, donkey impersonation right now, uh, and has has like at least uh, uh, like one overloaded pack kind of leaning on his, uh, on on his shoulders. On that note, do you want to get an actual donkey? No, it's, it's. I mean, you got Shay right there. He's <laughs> right, he's you. he's dependable. Uh, he speaks English, which is a, a problem we we felt we had last uh, last time around. So mm -hmm. we don't have to oh. learn a new a, a new language. I, I think it's also because last session none of us were actually out of character speaking English, but that's. A, thing um yes well yeah uh, i okay i think i was just um apart from the usual like boilerplate supplies of things actually needed to survive um that shay isn't carrying um just the basics gun rope machete 
if it changed, usual. Yeah. So do you have like the khakis and uh, pith helmet kind of outfit, or something else? Um. I, w- I was thinking, maybe not the pith helmet, but definitely khakis. Okay, sure. Hmm. See, I was thinking flare. Uh, I was thinking rifle, in case we we're expecting mm. danger. But honestly, a flare gun or something like that would be more Jean Pierre style. Sure. He's not likely to go for like. It's oh, there might be danger. We should have yep. something just in case. A flare gun. Right. Yeah. You as, can as have the rifle. The... You can have the rifle too. It's no problem. Wow. Um. Let's see. Waterproof matches. All right. Now, granted, this isn't really a game where we're, you need to get too uh, concerned about inventory, but just, you know, broad strokes. So sounds good. Um. Yeah. I think having some level of uh, uh like uh, like Sam mentioned, uh, some rope, uh, something something like that, rope and machete type oh. stuff, where it's like, okay. Ah. We can we can get through things if needed. Mm-hmm. We can get over things <laughs> and up we're things. Almost, we're almost forgetting the most important thing: a poncho. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You can't it's blend very... in without a poncho. Yeah, these uh, that would definitely fit in with the local uh, tradition for sure. But most of the Mapuche men that you've seen, and women and children, um, are wearing ponchos. Uh, just suited to the peculiar uh, climate of the region. So, yeah, you guys are heading out there. Um, so, who would be in front, like uh, forty forward, and uh, you know, trying to make their way through the brush and so on as you make your way towards the the high altar? Uh, this mysterious shaman is Ivan um, up front leading you, or sorry, not well. Sorry, he's in front of me. Got to make stuff in there. Or are one of you uh, up there? Um, I'm thinking we have a person who knows the area up front. Okay. Sorry, Merle. You're out. I was like, I I don't think Jean-Pierre is going to be particularly good at being on point, but it would be ungentlemanly ungentlemanly of him not to volunteer. Whether y'all take that volunteering is a different mm. question. Yeah, no, Nahuel will say, uh, no, sir, please, I'd be happy to, to lead the way. I know these places like the back of my hand. Oh. As I say, when in Rome? A long, long way from Rome now, but hopefully it still holds. Just keep an eye out for any pumas. Uh, with a little mischievous smile, he turns and punches into the uh, Yeah, uh, and she's going to stick close to uh, no, uh, Nahuel uh, <laughs> because, hey, I think he, he promised Aelin. Aelin? Yes. Aelin. So, yeah, uh, Shay is very much, plus, he's a. He's a kid out on an adventure. Like, that's kind of <laughs> number one people we got to keep sell- hey, safe. Yeah. Uh, the, the other uh, the, the other PCs are... He knows that we... I mean, without getting too uh, much into flashbacks, he knows those two can take care of themselves. Uh, he's 
seen one of them jump out of an airplane without a parachute. Uh, after that, he's like, yeah, that... Yeah, that it, Emma does not need someone to protect her. Right. Well... In three seconds and together already. Yeah, some pretty wild things. All right, so uh, let's see. Let's probably abstract this uh, as a uh, make it a complex action, maybe. So essentially, we'd be trying to get up to a certain number of successes in the milestone um, before we get a certain number of failures. So uh, I think we'll make it six successes. And uh, essentially that means you guys can try I think three times to get those successes. And uh, each of you can contribute uh, a, a die roll if you want. Um, you can also have one person do most of the work if you feel like they have it. But, uh, anything related to when you're assembling your dice pool, uh, you just get to pick whichever skills you think you are appropriate. You can just kind of sell everybody on the idea. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... I am not seeing any skills that Nopira has that are particularly useful here. Maybe athletics? Maybe? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's, like, you know... Uh, cliff sides and, and treacherous uh, paths to, to navigate. He does have a whopping two in athletics. It's not exactly his specialty. Yeah, I was going to say uh, it's probably still two and I mean yeah, Shay is pretty physically there. So she also has two athletics. Hal says one, uh, one survival. So if we if we're trying to, uh, I think that one we kind of want to save for later. But uh, my friends, I've heard that great length of the beauty of nature. I've always preferred the beauty of a martini glass. Shay uh, gives him a a. <laughs> a uh, a bit of a like grunt and then a uh, uh, squinty eyes and say, "Hard uh, uh, day's work never hurt anyone." Oh yes, but uh, more of a uh, what's the word? A city boy. I don't mind a hard day's work. I just prefer keeping the trees where they are and keeping me where I am. Perfectly in a bar. Feels like split the difference then. Um. Yeah, Emma's basically going to cheat. By, by the way, two is like the average for our group, so. Right. Uh. Um. We, we all have twos. Yeah, it's, it's worth noting, um, talents are, are generally pretty capable, and even just one dot suggests some level of familiarity. Two is more like, you know, amateur, uh, approaching professional almost. Um, so you don't, you don't need a ton of dice to succeed. Of course, it helps. It doesn't hurt. Does anybody have an idea for a die pool they want to try for this, uh, 
getting to the, the hideout. I'll tell you the consequence uh, if you don't get if you don't get it, um, you might run into some you know local problems <laughs> or uh, locations. dangerous right. terrain or creatures. Say. Um, right. I actually have a weird role to do for this. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just pick it first. I'm gonna use um. Oh, that's a terrible idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I'm going to use intellect and culture to kind of avoid um, any particular anyone's particular territory as we move through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. So, you know, um, the history of the local region and any power groups in the area you want to steer clear of, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name any particular names because uh, that would end up getting real insensitive real quick, but this is going to be a low roll, but hopefully something happens. Right. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Alright, now... <laughs> Could have had some ones in there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a botch, but uh, unfortunately no successes. Now, you can spend uh, momentum or try to use inspiration if you want. I guess, you know, well, you can't really use the inspiration unless it gives you a chance to re-roll or something. But we do have three points of momentum. Uh, momentum is a thing where we want to use it all by the end of the session, right? Yeah, it's a good idea to, to keep it flowing, uh, both for me giving you points for, for doing things that I enjoy, the group enjoys, and then also for um, you guys to, to spend it. Yeah. All right, uh, does anybody... Find me spending one momentum on this. Not at all. Excellent. Go ahead. So I will spend one momentum, and hopefully this won't be a one. Well, it wasn't a one. <laughs> so there's that, but yeah, no, no successes. It's not a one. All right. So the momentum would go away, but since you failed, uh, you do get free momentum back as compensation. <laughs> Oh. Can't even spend momentum right tonight, Jesus. This is a hell of a start. That's okay. So, um, yeah, I think you uh, initially have a pretty good idea of where things are, and then almost immediately, once Nahuel is kind of pushing ahead, he uh, he's probably not taking his time, so maybe you start to get lost. Not lost, but a little less sure of where things are relative to you. Uh, pretty soon the mist is drawing in behind you, and everything starts to look very similar. Just in case it becomes suddenly relevant, uh, Jean-Pierre does have danger sense. He's not particularly good oh, at Oh, good. Okay. He does yeah, have danger a, sense. That's a handy edge to have, for sure. And he's now on the lookout for pumas. <laughs> yes. That's right. It's the proper pronunciation. Puma. Puma. Okay. <sighs> also, watch out for snakes. Yes, that, that too. Snakes now. If I'm to see a worm, I prefer to be in a garden. Well, not that I do much gardening. I don't suppose anybody has, um. What's the name of the edge? Uh, weak spots? That one's a pretty good one for milestones. Um. Basically, you'll be able to, to make a new goal. I'll do all this for a lot. Nope! Okay. 
Uh, let me just look at what one of them does. Okay, that's kind of a thing. Oh! I do have one for this. Um, but I already went right now, so. I was gonna, like, just, you know, pass the stick to somebody else. Um, I do have danger six. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. So you both have it. That's good. So far, uh, you guys have gotten not necessarily lost, but you, you might be headed towards some uh, potential. Uh, <sighs> Wonderful. Uh, so we we still have two tries to get six successes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think Jean Pierre is going to try to, uh, I guess, use his the the muscle memory from serving in the army in a very different sort of wilderness to try to figure out what might be the I mean, the, the, we're, we're traveling a path that others have trod, even if it's not uh, a blazed path. There's got to be evidence that people were there. Yes, um, yeah, that's true. This is uh, presumably area that people have been through over the years. It's just in recent past, since Prieto's come in, people tend to avoid it. I just realized as I was describing that, that that's a survival role, and that's something I have no points in. <laughs> Uh, well, well. There, there's, there's some skills um, and attributes that uh, are a little less you know, obvious in their, their uh, relevance. Let me see, there's like uh, integrity, <laughs> uh, enigmas, let me see. We try. Yeah, uh, we just had amateur culture. You could try. Oh, oh right. I, I don't want to duplicate. Uh, empathy. I don't know if empathy really fits there. I mean, if if you're looking to what other people have done, it kind yeah. of makes sense. It's a. It's. It's not a long stretch. It's. It's a. As long as you're sort of framing it that way, that you're. You know, we're not going to find. Uh, you know, berries or food or anything special that way using empathy, but we can use it for, like, hey, this looks like if I was a person here, which way, like, what kind of things would I want in the road? Yeah. I do have a note. If we survive this, first thing I'm spending experience on is getting two points in survival. I had that written down from last time. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's a pretty and handy I, one for for period and entry stuff. Oh well. Uh you know what? Yeah, I mean I do just picture of integrity. Is that what I was I was looking at that as like, oh we can use this for no, probably not. <laughs> no, integrity is kinda it's like now. uh Social it's defense. It's your ability yeah. to, to resist being convinced, commanded, tricked, or intimidated. Um, kind of emotional fortitude. So, like, if you know, you're trying to overcome fear or uh, dealing with it, a con artist, those kinds of things. So, uh, not to cut in hard, but uh, I do have a point in survival. So, if we want to try, if you want to, let me kind of make the yeah. 
the check. Just okay. I'll go with. Uh, I mean, my stamina is the same as my uh, might, so I, I think stamina makes a little bit more sense here to kind of like pace ourselves as we go through uh, this, uh, you know, relatively uh, on. Uh, you know, it's not completely uninhabited, but it's. Not What's inhabited by lots of it, yeah. it's just not not by people mostly. Not mostly not by people. There's one person out here. No, there's more than one person, but there's one person here that we know of. Right. Yeah, let's see here. Hey. Wow. Yeah. So you shoulder the burden. Okay. Pressing ahead. So you describe how uh, how you get people back on track. Uh, so yeah, uh, Shay notices a. That's uh, three successes, by the way. Right. Uh, to, to those who do not have the visual, that three successes. Uh, but yeah, Shay uh, finds a you know a kind of longer but uh, safer path. Uh, we could say uh, that gets us back sort of at a higher level, like a you know higher up, so that it's easier to see where we're going. Uh, but it, it takes a little bit of extra work because it's not this isn't a nice paved nature walk road. This is a So yeah, Shay just has this giant not giant, but a significantly sized bag on his back and he's just uh, carrying it up the this hill uh, leading the way for uh, for the others to get a better better viewpoint of uh, where to go next. You can see from your, your higher position that there's a ravine down below and there's a work bridge crossing the ravine that seems to lead to uh, what Nakwell has been talking about the cave where Pieto uh, has his name. Wow. You say rope bridge. Rickety swaying rope bridge. I say that sounds like it might be appropriate for an athletics cunning check to get us all across it. Yep. Uh, no, I right, think so. both you and Emma are pretty good at looking. Yes. Um, do you mind if I take this one? Just give me one sec to find the thing that I always look for at this particular moment. Um, Absolutely. There we are. Um, I could possibly use on the head of a pin and sort of like get myself across and figure out a safe path. Sure. Uh, and there's no current complications currently, but um, yeah, I think at least uh, thematically. Alright. Okay, so that's. Uh, I'll use dexterity athletics then. It's a nice substantial. Oh, there! There's all my luck! Mother of Gandhi! Alright, for those of you at home, um, uh, that's my earlier rolls where I rolled like absolute trash. Um, were one thing, and now I've rolled a single one and four times. So, uh, so a total of four successes. 
so that's more than enough. So, uh, yeah, you pull it off with, uh, Stara, and, uh, have one left over after Harvin is six. So you can use that as enhancement on a check after, somehow related, on the way over if you want. Um, and that enhancement can be for yourself or given to somebody else. Um, yeah, well, I'll hold on to it for the next idea, then. Um, yeah, sure. So you go and describe how it helps you navigate that territory. Um, okay, so she steps out on the rope bridge and starts swaying and swinging and juddering and everything else, and it looks like you know, for a moment that she's essentially making the problem worse. And then immediately she closes her eyes, steadies her grip on the ropes, and feels it swaying back and forth for a moment. Um, and then remembers her training with, like, with, with having to get out of planes and, you know, the times she's had to sword fight somebody on the wings of a biplane and all that sort of stuff. And immediately there's just a sense of calm over her, and it's careful but quick movement that she makes across. It's not like she doesn't dash, but at the same time she keeps moving at a very quick pace, um, just figuring out the exact uh, steps to make and which planks are more rotted. And um, eventually she gets to the other side, making like very quick steps and making it very easy to tell which ones are solid and which ones aren't. Yeah. Which planks are solid and which ones aren't. So yeah, Anwin uh, lets out a little whistle as he sees you do that. Or that well, I'm gonna doing that. I'm gonna hide. Get him, out of the, get him out of the eye line so that you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, you, you approach the entrance to this cave. It's uh, sort of in the side of a hill there in the jungle. Uh, it's all the uh, thick vegetation. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a hollow sound coming from the ind indicating that the chamber is, is fairly large. Um, you don't see... Actually, I'll say there there are some skulls that are tied up on a an old ratty-looking rope that are kind of dangling from uh, over the cliff. Well, it looks like this is the right place. It's not exactly the Ritz-Carlton. Nahuel says... I could go in first, but maybe it would be better if someone older did. He doesn't look too thrilled at the prospect of crossing the threshold. Uh, Harriet, who is there, is taking photos, and she uh, she has paused after uh, being mostly pretty um, nonplussed, I guess, by the trip. You know, she's been in, around here for a long time, and she's she's used to these kinds of expeditions. But the side of the cave has given her pause. She says, right. I don't like this place very much. Let's try and take care of what we need to take care of as soon as possible. Thank you for reminding me that nonplussed is a contronym, and I hate it. 
you used yes. it correctly. The exact opposite of the definition that I thought it was going to have. <sighs> uh, so, uh, Shay kind of takes the lead and says, um, maybe we should get uh, that food out. And he starts to uh, work on kind of like get, getting stuff out of the pack so that they have uh, something to give the right. the, uh, yeah. the man inside. Right. Yeah. The offering. Yeah. The yeah. offering for wanted to make sure he had something to give the man in exchange for his uh, help and information. Yeah. So yeah, you, you set up the, the sacks of food and um, you can probably carry all of it in by yourself, Shay, if you wanted to. But, um, you know, I don't know. Who wants to try to, to go in first? I think Shay'll go in first, like, Is while he's doing old? this. Nockwell says that uh, elders tend to be respected more in uh, in their society, so probably would be better for one of the older members of the party to make the approach. I'm trying to remember how old Jean Pierre is. Uh... I guess I guess we should probably decide uh, who is actually the oldest among us, because I know that I think. Oh, God, that might be Emma. Yeah, Emma has had enough time to retire and do something else. Like, not well, not to suggest that that's the only, uh, since it was a forced retirement uh, of some yeah, sort. She, well, the thing I was thinking was she was old enough to actually have seen combat and get a decent rank in the First World War. Yeah, I'm going so, to say, so. based on his age, that Jean-Pierre is 38. Because <laughs> that's how yeah. old David Evan was in his uh, character photo. <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that yeah, Shay would be... Jean-Pierre is played in our honor table by uh, David Niven. Uh, Emma Benichek is played by Rachel Weiss, And uh, Shay O'Keefe is played by Tom Hardy in our, um, you know, Fan movie, <laughs> right? So yeah, I, I think uh, Shay's going to be the youngest then. So he should not be the oh the youngest of the PCs at least. Emma takes out a oh. coin, turns to John Pierre, and goes heads or heads or tails. Ah. Uh. I must say, I always choose heads. All right. Um, just let me quickly. It's tails. Emma goes in first. Okay. So I'll give you guys a, a point of momentum. Role playing there. So yeah, you, you walk in and... Um, at first, it's quite dim, but as your eyes adjust and you start to notice some uh, torches in sconces on the walls, you can make out a uh, dramatic scene inside of a statue that seems to be quite ancient. Uh, there's long lines of 
jungle vines coming down through a hole in the ceiling where some somewhere light is coming in. And uh, there is a, a kind of hideous monster uh, crouched. Uh, it's a statue uh, atop a some sort of dais. And uh, walking around in the vicinity is an old man in a poncho with a hood. And he is looking at uh, what appears to be some sort of animal skins that he's, he's tanning here. Um, you can see there's actually uh, an iron cauldron with uh, a fire. And uh, there's some sort of foul smell coming out of it. And he's kind of muttering to himself. Doesn't seem to take notice of you quite yet. Emma takes out a waterproof leather-bound notebook with a pencil and immediately starts scribbling descriptive notes before putting it away. Okay. Um, are you trying to be quiet about it, or are you, are you just kind of openly... Uh, just trying to be a little bit discreet about it. Sure. Okay. It's sort of... Um, what I'm going for with her note-taking is kind of a little like um, how in Sky Captain, what's-her-name, keeps like taking pictures of everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Um, you know, before the punchline at the end, but yeah, um, because all all of this is basically like, yes, this is going in the next chapter. This is going in the next chapter. She's an author still, so. <laughs> um, but then uh, she's are, um, uh, Emma and Jean Pierre. You're following her in. Uh, oh, Shay and Jean Pierre. Yeah. Yes. Emma is following herself. She's that sort of oh, act. Yes, that's right. There a moment to make sure there's no screaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shay isn't afraid of screaming, but he is. Uh, uh, he, he wants to keep eyes on every, everything going on because he. Uh, well, Jean Pierre would go in screaming and no screaming. The only thing that determines is whether he goes in with a gun drawn or not. Well, that's true. And honestly, Shay can afford to wait because, uh, as we've previously said, Emma has done things like jump out of a plane without a parachute um, I... and decide that she was going to fight every Nazi um, at once. So, yeah, there, there's a little bit of a, like, okay, okay, we're not hearing any noises or anything like that. She's probably not dead. It's safe to go in. Also, Shay is... Shay can get shot a few times and probably be fine. Yeah. Jean Pierre would rather not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Doesn't want to so, once everybody is assured that Emma has not once again like charged into a situation that will get a whole bunch of people a case of the deads, um, and Emma sees them in there, then she's going to approach the old man in the cauldron and say, um, and start out with just a slight clearing of her throat and with respect i hope that's not psychedelic so uh without looking at you uh the old man um is i don't know hanging up another animal skin and he says what brings you to my cave who are you you're uninvited huh yeah, we, uh, we we should give the 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 offerings, right? The gifts. Yeah. Yes. Say, uh, says uh, we kind of uh, we've come here to to learn more. Uh, 
and uh, we're hoping you would uh, uh, you would have some knowledge that we do not. And then he he holds out the uh, yeah the however he set up the offering probably like a a big bowl of random foods that they've uh, put together. All right, let's see how well that goes over with this guy. So, um, you can make a, a check uh, composed of more than one of your pools if you want. Basically, two of you can collaborate on uh, how well it uh, is received. I'd say um, Jean-Pierre can help with that with culture. It's like a and... one-point uh, complication of uh, uninvited guests, maybe. So you could still succeed, but if you don't overcome that, he may ask for additional favors or uh, otherwise have a different attitude towards you. Let's say culture and manipulation. Okay. Oh, that 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 sounds like a better option. So you go right ahead with that. Uh, I don't know if it's. The best option, but it's uh, all right. So um, well, do you have fast English. talk? I do have fast talk. We've been talking for about five minutes. Not with him. Not with him. No, we've been. Oh, that's true. One, yeah, so one fast sentence, talk wouldn't come into. Yeah, I don't think that's going to yeah. count here. At least that element of it. Not yet. Right. Uh, I'm going to roll it anyway, and let the dice fall where they may. Sure thing. Plus, plus we do have uh for for momentum. This is true. Uh, uh, well, then. Whoa. That would be a botch. Uh, no successes and a one on one of the dice. Now, normally, yes. kind of a critical failure situation, or at least a, a dramatic uh, complication, increases How? the threat. But you could uh, use uh, momentum or some other ability, possibly, if you have anything. Uh, I could use... Uh, yeah, I'll use the momentum unless somebody objects. Yeah, I was going to say you probably want to use at least two. Uh, use the oh, two, yeah, I can yeah. use more than one. I can use, yes, two momentum. Uh, I don't think I have anything that would make this better. Uh, I haven't done anything for dashing. Uh, and we can't use inspiration. Yeah, we can't use inspiration just to get enhancement now because we have no successes. So, yeah, no, I don't have anything relevant for this. Why? Are, why is Jean Pierre being honest? This is not his specialty. <laughs> uh, all right. So, two momentum. Fingers crossed. One hey. success. Okay, and then Which, uh, uh, you could theoretically use now. Uh, Inspiration or other abilities that add I enhancement. We'll use inspiration uh, for my intuitive. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so that just adds the add dice or that add automatic successes. Enhancement or enhancement. Or automatic successes on top of. You have to right. start with at least one. Yeah, you have to start with one. Right. Uh, so that adds another two. Okay. So that's a total of three, right? So then yes. uh, I'm going to roll for him and see. Let's see. I'll make it. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. Pay no attention to that die roll. All right. Uh, one. Okay, yeah. So you succeed. You're able to buy off the complication, and also you have enough to get yourself one enhancement if you want. Um, by the way, we All forgot right. about that other enhancement, but that's it's too late to use it now. All right. Uh, but I don't know. Enhancement. We've by complete accident chosen his favorite food. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So we'll create I a. I guess we're just lucky that way. Favorite food. One enhancement. God, if we'd had like more enhancements, we could give him a ratatouille moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so he, uh, he turns, he raises an eyebrow at you. You could see a very haggard, weather-beaten face, very tanned, um, and with, uh, surprisingly well-kept hair and mustache, but, uh, definitely something sinister around the eyes. And, uh, he walks over, uh, with his hands kind of, uh, held upright in front of his chest as if he's holding something invisible. And then he stops to stoop down by the, the, the baskets of food and starts to pick through it and says, Well, not bad, not bad. For outsiders, you'll happen to have picked some of my favorites. He holds up a, a sack of beans and says, Yes, this will make for a good, good dinner. So I guess you need something. He stands up and sort of tucks his arms under the poncho, crosses his arms over his chest, and looks at each of you with a steady, probing gaze. Um, let's have you guys make integrity-related roles to see how well you can deal with his influence. Okay. Um... All right. I'm going to make a composure plus integrity role. Yeah, I think I, I was going to do the same, I think. Yeah, you get one enhancement um, because you have his favorite food. Then it'll apply, we'll say, for one of you. Um, I think I'll need it the most because um, I have... I, I was thinking resolve because I don't have anything in integrity. But I'm not sure. I've got one, so I think I'm going to fail that. Integrity or no integrity. Um, enhancement or no enhancement. Okay. So he's going to uh, put a... Um, let me think. So it could be a... Application. So uh, he'll, he'll create on each of you a two-point complication in the scene of odd uh so basically you're impressed by the aura of authority and power he has he hasn't demonstrated any actual supernatural abilities but it's definitely a sense that he could be a dangerous person all right uh actually i could technically succeed this uh if i get that one enhancement and i spend it on it spend another on one of my sure uh other things, does anyone, mainly before I grab that enhancement, is everyone else okay with taking that complication? <laughs> like, I don't, want to, I, I, I don't want to stomp in and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it. Uh, 
But you go right ahead. Sounds good. Go so yeah, I will spend one inspiration on my uh, let's call it my reflective uh, uh, facet. Just sort of like understanding that we're in uh, that you know he has all the advantages here. We're in his home, <laughs> you know. Any any sense of intensity is because he knows the place very well. Well, we we have been here for all of two minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, man. Uh, you, what did you get then with all that? So I, I got with all that I got four successes. So okay, yeah. So you're not affected by the the condition. Um. So yeah, or complication rather. So you you seem the least uh kind of cowed by his attitude and mannerisms, and he sort of gives you a grim smile as he sees this, as if either he's amused or he approves. Hard to say exactly. So I'll say his attitude towards you all is uh, a one point positive attitude, despite the attitude he's described here with, but um. Yeah. Like part of this is just who he is. Like all the the negativity and sort of uh, you know, uh grimness is his pers- his general personality and his at- attitude towards us is just like, "Oh, well you're better than average." Uh <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah, do you do you uh tell him what you came here for? Yeah, Shay is just going to say, uh, well, I came here because I, and uh, he, he's kind of finding it hard to get the words out. He's like, I'm, I've got uh, unusual powers. And he, uh, he shows this by like kind of, lifting up that bag with one hand that is full of all like all the carryable stuff and says uh and uh well it's hard to know what is and isn't uh where where this comes from what what is my powers and what is just me So he, he watches, and uh, one of his eyebrows slants upward as he realizes just how much weight you're lifting. Perhaps there's a, a camera shot from below to indicate uh, the power being used. We can see, you know, I don't know, what. how much can you lift at this point? So I was going to say, I have, uh, what's it called? Uh, scale on lifting things. So Right, okay. So uh, basically, that's a shorthand in the Trinity Continuum system to allow you to kind of accomplish superhuman tasks. So you're lifting right, far so. more than a normal person should be able to. Right, and what, whatever one scale above uh, human lifting capabilities is. Sure. Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I imagine it's not just like the weight of it, but also just the general ease of it, like lifting it like one would know a child's backpack sort of situation right yeah so you uh you heft it up and 
he uh he slants that eyebrow and says, Hmm. A nice trick. I think I saw a circus weightlifter do something like that once before. Is that the extent of your abilities? He kind of walks walks over towards Shay and just kind of like sizing him up. Uh, Shay kind of does a a grim smile and shakes his head and just says, "No, I can." Uh, there's a there's a lot more I can do, and then he, uh, yeah, he he, he kind of pauses. He says, the last time I demonstrated it, I, well, uh, there's a there was a man scared senseless, uh, and he kind of like he has that kind of weird bashful moment of being like, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not here to show off. I'm here to mm-hmm. to get answers. Uh, so Prieto thinks, he says, being able to inflict fear on your rivals and enemies is a very useful ability, more useful than your circus trick. Are you the only one with these sorts of abilities? He kind of looks over towards Emma, Jean-Pierre, Nahuel, and Harriet. We're all kind of hanging back. Jean-Pierre's going to just hold up his hands. Uh, like, I'm, I'm more, uh... I'm just a, a little bit lucky to get this far. Well, no, uh, no bending iron bars for me. Mm, luck, yes. <laughs> a useful skill of its own, but with the right teaching and the right contracts, one can bend fortune and fate into the palm of their hand. And then he kind of makes a grasping motion in the air. And uh, he sort of realizes that um, he's being a little too melodramatic. So he <laughs> drops the hand and uh, puts his hands back under his poncho and says, Well, I am at your service if you are in need of tutoring, though my powers relate more to the tradition of the Chiloe. Brujo Chilote. Witchcraft. Are you comfortable with witchcraft? He looks around, sort of hoping to cause a, a get a rise out of people. Like uh... <laughs> uh Nahuel definitely is like not thrilled about this, so he's kinda hanging back. Uh <sighs> Harry, he nods, you know, respectfully, and, and Harriet is just sort of blinking at him. Not sure what to say. She doesn't look like terrified or anything, but of course it's still kind of off putting. Yeah, with the yeah. Uh, with the broomstick. Hmm, the broomstick. <laughs> yes, like your witches. No, no, it's not quite the same. There's some similarities. No, what we use to fly is the mancun. And um, he looks upward towards the ceiling, as if visualizing himself going airborne. But then he looks back at you. He says, "Unfortunately." Some bastard has taken it from me. It's a coat made from the skin of a virgin. Uh, Shay's eyes kind of go, not wide, but the like eyebrows go shooting up at that. Uh, hmm. Yeah. This is, uh, this is one of those charming uh, local uh, 
uh, euphemisms, yes? Oh, no. no. I, I don't believe it is, no. <laughs> I find myself in the odd position of being incredibly relieved that I'll never be flayed alive. Well, no need to concern yourself, miss. I am not looking for to make a new one. I only wish to get my old one back. And he tucks his head and says, is this something you could help me with? That is, in fact, exactly what we do. I mean, not exactly. Not exactly. I don't make a business model (laughs) of uh, achieving the skins of played versions. (sighs) No, that's... We, we don't do that, but we do have a habit of getting back unusual objects for people. All right. Did, do you know who the thief is? Why somebody would... Why would somebody want this? A good question. If you are not a practitioner of our tradition, then to possess it is useless. Unless you are seeking to create an aura of... Wealth, power, acquisitions, and such a man is Aldeki, industrialist. He uh, he says a, a something in you know a dirty word in Spanish in reference to Aldeki, and spits towards the puddle below him, and clearly he hates the man. I say, there's no need for that. It's rather mild to use for him. <laughs> well, these mancune of mine and other items have been taken by the despoilers who serve him. This Van Nauer of the Republican militia. Ah, now that is a name we are familiar with in a less than pleasant context. Hmm. Yes. As this boy could tell you, they have committed many crimes against our people, and with much impunity thanks to men like Aldeki, and thanks to people in other countries who support them. It it may bring you some uh, small measure of uh, joy to know that he recently received a trout to the face. That's right. Last session, uh, Heinz von Nauer, this bad guy officer, got a trout slapped in his face by uh, something Jean-Pierre did. Uh, yes, it was. It was supposed to be a distraction at first, and then it got it turned into a very good distraction. Yes, and, a lot uh, of moments of physical comedy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so Prieto gives you a, an approving smile. If you want to try and impress him, uh, Jean-Pierre, you can use that maybe to improve his attitude towards you guys. Yeah. That I can so, do. So, uh, uh, yeah. So you got odd as the the uh, condition. Two point complication. Yeah, two point complication. Sorry. Uh, let's say difficulty pers- is one. That's his current attitude towards you. Okay, persuasion and presence. Yeah, and you could use fast talk at this point. I think I will use wanted. fast talk. Yeah. Uh, fast talk. Uh, where is that? An edge, I think. Ah, learn the fight out to reduce the difficulty of all influence rolls by one. 
Friday, you can talk to the target for at least 30 seconds for it. Okay, it's 30 seconds and then five minutes for an additional one. Oh, so right, I guess so that would be like two at this point. No. All right. Yeah. All right. That's a uh, a new newer uh, edge that was introduced in the adventure manuscript that we're playing from. Okay. Uh, so persuasion and presence. That is this many dice. Five dice for a grand total of two successes. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't be able to buy off the complication, or you could and not succeed, I guess. So you could either spend something on this. Um, I'll give you guys another point of momentum just for role-playing in case you want to use another one. Um, uh, oh wait, did you spend one? We spent two, so, so we should be at three. Have deleted these two. Okay, so you're at yeah. three right now. Okay. I'll save it on that. Um, mm-hmm. can I spend a point of inspiration? Sure. Uh, for two points of enhancement from intuitive. Yeah. So you kind of get a read on his attitude and how he feels about Aldecky, and um, you're using your little embarrassment of him as some leverage, so that yeah. I'll say you're able to improve his, his attitude towards you by another point. So he's up to two points. So he considers you friendly. He laughs and, like, approaches Jean-Pierre now and, you know, gives him a hug, I'll say. He says, ha, ha, I wish I could have seen it. That bastard. Well, I don't know who looked more surprised. Him or the fish? <laughs> he, he laughs again. It's kind of a sinister laugh, but it, it, it seems... Honest, at least. Yeah, it, um, it's a genuine, but still a little. Uh, Shay's uh, Shay's response is just go. Well, we can we can get you your coat back, whether whatever it's made of. Uh, all, all we really want here is just some understanding. Some, and then he kind of kind of looks around. And is like. Uh, and he kind of actually, yeah, he'll look around and then he'll look at uh, actually out of character. Who would? Boom. Sorry. I think Shay's actually the the one who knows the most about Telurk energy out of these three, right? I think well, it's. Jumpier has uh, has an ability that lets him sense Telurk energy, but I, I don't right. think he has any particular understanding of it. Shay has actually done some research into it. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, so Shay will actually uh, gesture towards Jean-Pierre uh, and say, uh, and our, our friend here should be able to find it. Oh, I know exactly where it is. It is in a place of prominence on display for the public to see in his black museum. The Santiago Casino. When they have oh. had enough of imbibing of alcohol and indulging in other vices. His little patrons like to walk through and smile quaintly at the strange and primitive artifacts. Ampling. Uh, um, we happen to be pretty good at that, too. Oh, good, yes. I had a sense, a whisper on the wind to tell me that someone would soon come to avenge me of this loss. Yes, yes, go to this museum in the casino. Find my mancun and whatever else you may reclaim of the Mapuche from this industrialist 
to be another embarrassment for him. Perhaps you will learn something of what the dangers are of invoking the wrath of a brujo. So yeah, uh, he's clearly concocting images in his mind of things he can inflict on Eldeki once he gets his stuff back, basically. Um, so Harriet says, I might be able to get you into the museum behind the scenes. I do have some contacts there. Uh, just so you know, those contacts... I uh, may not invite you or any of your guests back if uh, if this gets a little hairy. She gives a prim smile and says, that's no great loss, trust me. Just wanted to make sure you knew what you were getting into. I, I think I'm beginning to get a good sense of it now. Um, and uh, Prieto, I will... On my, for my behalf, I'm not much of a um, adventurer beyond uh, going to places off far from home, but um, I do hope that we'll be able to return those items to your people. And he smiles, just good, good. Rare it is for the foreigner who decides to give back rather than to simply take. And once you have accomplished this, strong man, I will teach you tricks beyond those you find under the big top. New abilities to make use of the gifts you have been granted. Uh, Shay nods and kind of gives him... Uh... Actually, no, he... He trusts that this guy knows what he's talking about in at least one sense. Like, it's that weird feeling of being like, I'm not sure if he knows why he knows what he knows, but he knows it. Like, that, that sort of weird feeling. Like, sure. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, you know, th there may not be any overt displays, but yeah, you, you have a, a sense that there's something stalwarty or mesmeristy about him right something caloric ish yeah. in the in that general direction uh just from again uh she's run into it both in a personal sense and in a book sense but not really from a deep like uh like he hasn't ran into too many other stalwarts he hasn't you know right and i think you know your research which would relate a lot to the hammersmith incident and, and stuff that the max mercer and other members of the aeon society we're doing it. It's mostly scientific as an right. approach. This obviously is from a, a different cultural approach. Um, I mean, certainly, I don't know. Were, did you grow up Catholic, <laughs> Shay? I, I'm imagining he did. Uh, yeah, so, that Shay's may, maybe probably not a an active, a super active Catholic, but mm -hmm. raised Catholic. Sure. So yeah, the idea of learning it from a warlock is sort of a funny bit of irony, but I don't think it would necessarily bother him. Right. Yeah. Okay. So was there anything else you wanted to do while you're there? I can't think of anything. 
So I'm going to say that Pareto tilts his head upward for a second as if smelling something in the air. And he says, someone approaches, someone unfriendly. They must not be allowed to know where my lair is. And uh, he looks meaningfully at the three of you. Uh, Nakwell goes to the, the entrance to the cave and peeks out. He says, I think I see some carneros. They haven't seen the cave, but they're over by that bridge. What should we do? Emma just uh, raises her hand and smiles brightly and says, be back in a moment, and uh, rushes towards the bridge. <laughs> Shay says, uh, well, here we go again, and uh, chases after her. I'm not going to do anything terribly destructive. It's just there's this one thing that I've always wanted to write as a scene, and since it's about to happen, I might as well just let it happen and then write about it afterwards. Okay. Um, you dash out there. You can see three Carboneros, the uh, militia guys, are walking uh, along the jungle path that you took. Um, it seems that they have somehow tracked you here, and um, but they don't have their weapons ready or anything. They don't see you. Um, it looks like they're kind of considering what to do about crossing the bridge. Um, all right, I would like to bide my time until they actually, and, and sort of try to hide out until they get onto the bridge. Yeah, okay. Or, you know, I could always, like, do it. No, I'm going to do it before they get on the bridge. Why not? Um, I'm going to cut the bridge. Okay. So yeah, you go up and uh, prepare to slice through the, the old ropes there. So I guess we'll make this a roll since it is uh, potentially a perilous situation. Um, sure so, th so they will see you, but um, you will get the jump on them as far as uh, cutting the rope. So some sort Got of it. check here. I'd say difficulty. Mm, what do you think? Like two, maybe. It's, it's not like it's not a great bridge, but it's it's sturdy enough that you know a single cut may not be enough. Okay, that's fine. Um, dexterity close combat because she's using her folding blade. So mm -hmm. and um, don't forget the enhancement you get from that after you've made your roll. Okay. Uh, let me just make sure that... Oh! Wow! Okay, that that's new. Um, I forgot I put points into this. Yeah, you got that sword, I think, from the... Oh, oh right, wow. the magic sword. Mm-hmm. I didn't sword even realize that. Him. So you got three to begin with, and you can add enhancement from the sword. Um, alright, yeah, the... I forgot we had the Sword of Arizon. I thought that was still in the uh, in the Godzilla arsenal, but um, yeah, you can carry it if you want. Do we have another item? I put them. I made a handout actually. Let me show you. Hmm. Um, these are the stats in artifact terms for those things. Yeah, you have the Diamond Star of the Grand Master of the Order of Saint Patrick, which was one of the uh, sort of quote unquote crown jewels uh... of fire. So that's something that really helps you with theft. Okay. Uh, the Sword which, of Arizam right. is another artifact, uh, which is enhancement to and uh, is good at hurting things. If you all don't yeah. mind, I'll hang on to the Diamond Star. 
<laughs> we may we yeah. may have use uh oh, may, yeah. we may have need of it definitely uh we will definitely need that um so you do this was basically what? like our last five resort successes. arsenal yeah five successes uh, yeah. so it's you got it by three so you can use those three to uh create a complication for the bad guys or to give yourself enhancement um I don't think I need the enhancement right now, so I'm going to create the complication of um, a alternate path through thick undergrowth. So if they try to get around and try to like get through this whole thing, they're basically going to have to spend a lot of time and a lot of effort and possibly like days going over their way. Okay, so yeah, that was the one good route, and the only one left to them is like a very narrow ledge. Uh, that sort of goes down and around to the uh, the cave entrance. So uh, at this point, they will raise rifles, uh, saying uh, a variety of profanities. Um, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Um, see for them. These guys are minor right. threats. They're minion types. So, okay, um, remind me because, and for those of you at home, I apologize because this is going to happen a lot. Um, initiative is basically just, um, it's a pool. It's a it's, one of right. two pools, uh, the lower of the two athletics and cunning or empathy and dexterity. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote that one yes. down because I kept forgetting it. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's, uh, um, unless okay, you have actually. Uh, there are some I edges that let you get around empathy. that. I finally put a die in empathy. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so sorry that everybody missed that running gag, but I finally have a decent initiative roll. Hey. Hey, and that's only one success. It's better than none. It's yeah, exactly I, the same as what I got. I rolled uh, an absurd number of successes. Uh, yep. It's a, that you did. PC one, PC two. Fancy right. Moses. So it's going to be. Uh, let's see. Shay got the most. They got two, so they would go second, and then we'd have John Pierre and uh, Emma after that. Right. Okay. So PC one. So here's my thought here. Uh. Have Shay go first, just so I can run to become human shield. Uh, mm -hmm. for, uh, for Emma, not that she completely needs it, but uh, Emma, despite what she thinks, is not immune to bullets. Uh, no, she is not. Uh, so yeah, Shay's going to try to run out there and be a, a second target. Kind of get them to, you know... Uh, get them to uh, pay some attention to him so that, you know, she's not just facing a full volley herself. Uh, yeah, next I, goal, find somebody who does the, the uh, chungling suit tricks for real, get some, uh, and get a lot of training from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would be a good one for this? Uh, not persuasion. Uh reach out to some contacts in the um, hip sing or something like that. Command and presence, maybe? Okay. Yeah. Just to get the, yeah, it's just like, it's basically shouting at them, like, mm 
uh, I don't know what he shouted. Something clever. Uh, right. Probably. Okay. Uh, so let's go. Uh, I'm I'm gonna three. I'm gonna spend uh, one momentum to use a skill trick, so that I can add my integrity to this command roll. Which means I get a total of seven dice. Hmm. Not too shabby. Hey, there's my three successes. Okay. So yeah, you are able to have them target you. Uh, just enough so you, you don't get any enhancement, but uh, you are successful. Sounds good. So yeah, it, he's sort of uh yeah he'll he'll be kind of shouting over at them and say uh uh now what are you gonna do uh stuck over there with your uh your little pea shooters and uh yeah kind of just being loud and obnoxious right okay so yeah they uh they shoulder their rifles in uh say uh fire and start firing at you with uh, you know with bolt actions working over time so uh let's see so i'll say you do have uh probably at least one point of uh i'd say bonus let's see what would i call this i guess it is cover for the jungle and then uh you know we'll compare that to your defense here so there's three of them i'm gonna have them roll as a group so they get two enhancement on the check all right. Ooh. Six successes. Hmm. Do I want to... so much fun. So what is your defense? It's a one. Problem. Yeah, it's, it's one. I'm going to... I don't want to just... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to roll defense. I'm just going to spend an inspiration to uh, use kinetic absorption and reflection. Okay. Uh, and basically, I get five enhancement. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it depends on... Uh, oh, no, I only... No, I will roll defense. I, I forget how this thing works. It actually... I I should roll defense. I'm going to roll... Take all of those as actual injury. No, it's uh, basically... It's how many they spend on the... Uh, on inflict damage. So if I can make them spend more on it, then I get a better okay. adva advantage on the... Sure. The, so uh, six, they would probably be able to inflict two injuries on you. Right, so the, also that, like, if they, I'd have to spend two inspiration, uh, which would be a lot. So roll, roll for defense here. So that's uh, one more defense. And uh, I'd say that the the cover, which will be destroyed by the, the gunfire, like the vines and trees and such, uh, takes up one injury. So you're still left with one injury to potentially get rid of. All right. So yeah, I will. I will take. Uh, I will take that. Oh, also, I have one. What's it called? I get the armors confused all the time. I I, I have one. Which one is the one? Is it soft or? I believe I have one soft armor. 
I just want to make sure. I... Okay. So soft armor can automatically. Um... Oh, okay. It increases the amount of successes uh, that you need to cause injury. So what okay. is your soft armor? So my soft armor is one. So they need two successes in order to uh, to cause injury, which they do have. Right. Uh, so yeah. armor is the one that gives you additional injury condition boxes. All right. Sounds good. Uh, one injury to uh, to Shay. Right, and I'll spend the inspiration to yeah, absorb that and turn that into two enhancement on my next attack. So the bullets go whizzing around. They cut through some of the trees in the area, chopping them down. They tip over into the ravine. And uh, we see amidst all this that there's a, a bullet hole somewhere in uh, Shay's vest that's smoking, but he does not seem troubled by it. And then uh, you go to PC2. It could be either Emma or Jean-Pierre. Ah. Uh. So the, the bridge is already cut, so Emma doesn't need to do that. Mm -mm. Uh, let's say Jean-Pierre is going to... Uh, shoot. He's not, he's not enjoying this, but he's going to, I guess... Can he pull out the rifle and just kind of like shoot to, to spook? Yeah, totally. You can use it to, instead of creating injury, you can use it instead to create complications for people, which is essentially like suppressive fire. Okay. That he will do then. I don't have the stats for the rifle. Uh, we'll assume uh, it gives enhancement too. Okay. So That's that is what he's going to do. So that would be need to roll uh... Shoot, where's fu there is no firearms. There's game. aim. Aim. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's say aim and dexterity. All right. And what kind of position are you firing from? Are you out in the open? Or are you going for cover? Oh, uh, let's say from the mouth of the cave. Yeah. Okay. So you're kind of peeking out from around the corner. Yes. Okay. It does have experience in this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. At least a little bit. So their defense is three. All right. Uh, this is not his specialty. Okay. But Doesn't sometimes matter. it works. Still got it. So you got a total of six with the enhancement from the rifle. So you got it by three. So you can apply up to three points of something on them or give enhancement on your side or some combination of thereof. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll apply complications to them. It's shaking their resolve, making them pick their feet up. Okay. So, let's see. I did a pin down. Yeah. So basically, they get three points of complication. If they don't buy it off, they receive one automatic injury. So, wow. Yeah. You're doing a really good job. Like, your shots are, like, coming real close. Like, maybe shoot off the hat of one of them. And he kind of ducks down and looks around, points you out, and they realize that they're under, tar under, under fire by a skilled marksman. So, Emma. You'd best be turning around. There's at least uh, a dozen more on the way. <laughs> um, they're pinned down. Shay just took a bullet for me, so I'm very thankful for Jay. Uh, 
Hmm. And the bridge is cut out, so they, they don't have any way of reaching you on foot. Yeah. On um, the other hand, you don't want them reporting back on the location of Prieto's cave. Yeah, that's the thing. Um... I'm gonna try to get a crossfire for them into a retreat. Okay, sure. Like anything better to do. Um, this is going to go poorly because uh, Emma can't shoot worth a damn. Oh, she can barely shoot worth a damn. Uh, okay, so she is probably the second best shot on our side of the ravine. Just to to put things into context. Oh well, yeah. See, apparently, shooting for game birds actually paid off. Yeah, and the enhancement for the pistol is probably one, uh, unless it's two. Uh, I think it's just one. Okay, so it's three successes. That's enough to succeed. So um, I'll say that you scare one of them into retreat. If you don't want to kill him or injure him, you can just describe it as incapacitating him by having him retreat from the fight. So there's only two left. Yeah, she uh, she doesn't actually hit him. She just uh, fires close enough that he's that to spook him off. Um, okay. And yeah, I think it's only like one because she's colorful uh, local tropical birds take off from a bush as you you fire near. Uh, the guy sort of splinters uh, the bark on a tree, and they go fluttering off, and that's enough to get this guy to decide to leave. So Excellent. Only one to two remaining. Yeah. All right. So next round, uh, we start with PC one. This time around, I think y'all should go first. Left. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, one of y'all. Only one of y'all can go first, but... Yeah, I, I just went, so... I'm good with uh, JP going, then. If JP wants to go. Otherwise, I'm going to throw a rock at someone, and it's going to be uh, funny to only Mike. Uh. <laughs> Hello? Dang it, I was oh. muted. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. Sorry about that. that. I thought it was y'all weren't responding. Let's see, Jean-Pierre is going to... Uh, we were all being ultra rude all of a sudden. Just <laughs> the worst. Uh. Nah. Um, yeah, Jean-Pierre is going to... I don't want to do the same thing twice. Uh... Yeah, Jean Pierre's going to try a little bit of uh, intimidation. He's going to step out of the cave and just kind of strike an arrogant pose and just kind of shout out, "You should know better than to walk in these uh, in this jungle." You know, los uh, lo los pumas. I, player does not know the plural of of puma. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's, the, the 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 pumas will get you if you walk out here uh, incautiously. I'm just kind of like 
so I guess uh, definitely manipulation. Larceny? Persuasion and manipulation? He's lying his he's lying his butt off. Yeah, that sounds more like persuasion. There's no okay. subtlety to it or craft necessarily, so that sounds more like persuasion. Persuasion and manipulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to use their defense for this as well, even though you're not shooting or whatever. But essentially, difficulty three. All right, and he gets two manip- uh, two enhancement on it mm-hmm. uh, from skilled liar. Um, I want to get zero successes. Oh no, no, okay, that's all right. You got four, yeah. So that's another one gone. Uh, so and one remaining. And I, I think, I, I don't know. That, that's a step towards one of my short-term goals. Which one? I'm impersonate a folk hero. Oh, okay, sure. I'm, I am now inventing a set of folk heroes, one rumor at a time. <laughs> Sure. Or you could pretend to be Prieto. Oh, that would have been smart. That's okay. Okay. So uh, is, we, can, uh, we can save that one for when we have to steal the things. Yeah. So Carbonarios, uh, number two, has uh, decided discretion is the better part of valor and also has left. And there's only one left who's kind of panicked, firing crazily. But uh, he will take a shot at Jean-Pierre. So, let's see. Six dice. All right. So he got three successes. Um, your defense is probably normally a one, but you can make a roll now with one of your um, what is it called? The resilient uh, attribute. Yeah, you can use one of right. your resilience attributes, which are the bottom row of resolve, stamina, or composure. Jump here. Give us a, a roll for uh, those three attributes. Shoot. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Which which in composure was it? Uh, it was resolve, stamina, or composure. One of those three uh, okay. attributes. Composure. That is three successes. Oh yeah, no problem. So you can dive to cover or simply dodge the the shot and not get hit. Like I said, cool in the in the the movie verse version of this. There's a cool shot of like a bullet hitting right next to the uh, the the cave mouth that he's using as as partial cover, <laughs> and just like yeah, there's a splintering of little chips of rock and a dust cloud, but uh, you're able to pull your head out of the way in time. All right, and then uh, PC two. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have Shay go for uh, throwing a rock at this guy. I won't probably won't uh, kill him. I'm I'm talking like a not a rock, like an actual stone. Uh, how how far is the stone rock? Whatever. Yeah, like it, mainly something that would take two hands to kind of like properly. Uh, the distance like across the the ravine here is not too significant like i'd say he's technically in another field uh like another range band or whatever but with your super strength and everything it's not really concerned. okay sounds good so yeah uh athletics i guess you can use aim 
and I, I would use athletics. Uh, yeah. Okay. If, so athletics and might to just like, uh, yeah, check the thing across at in their general direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even necessarily uh, aiming for them, but just showing what he can do <laughs> and hoping that that makes them go. That makes the one guy left go. Hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe this isn't worthwhile. Line of work. Yeah. Well, that's a, a very intense looking roll. I saw those three ones and I freaked out for a second. But uh, luckily I got two successes. two successes plus at least two enhancement. What is the enhancement for the scale? Uh, no, not from the scale. So that's uh, two enhancement for using... Uh, the uh, getting gunshot last last round. I can oh, still yeah. I right, use yeah. it on my next you attack, whatever it is. You're hurt into uh, enhancement. That's right. Yeah. Kinetic energy, and then if you also apply scale, that would be another two. Right. So I'm pretty sure six successes. Six successes. So that is more than enough. You got. So yeah, he uh, he. I don't know what 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 does it look like. What it has to be something significant. Don't don't. Uh, don't qualify it. Just go for go for big. Okay, so this one, uh, yeah, he's just gonna get mushed. Uh, okay. The the rocks are gonna come. Like he just was not thinking. Hey, someone's gonna throw a you know twenty pound rock at me today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just kind of splats into him. They, there's no visual of it. We're we're staying in the PG thirteen range, but there is a loud. Uh, what's it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we see a was, shot of a, a convincing looking dummy being tossed off the ledge, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, we are aware that that gentleman is no longer with us. All right, so good job, you guys successfully defended the cave. Uh, you do have two runners, however, who may, when they reach uh, their commander, report back on what they saw. So you, should, you need to act quickly, one way or the other. So, uh, in fact, Nahuel says, uh, we can try to cut them off, or do we want to go to that casino? I think we have to try to cut uh, them off. Right. Uh, you know you know, where we can get ahead of them without, uh, and he sort of gestures towards where the bridge was. I know another it's, way. Uh... Oh, so, good that we haven't stranded ourselves then. So that's the end of a scene, so you guys can recover one point of inspiration. Oh, okay. uh, right. And if you have any healing abilities that might help, you could potentially get rid of something, but I don't think anybody has too much to worry about. Yeah. H- had I decided to instead take that uh, that wound, I would be able to get rid of it now anyway, so... So now you guys are running through the jungle. Knockwell is leading you through a shortcut. Uh, Harriet is uh, also in pursuit, though she doesn't have any weapons. She's probably got a camera out, at least, to record some of this. Um, so uh, you could see up on a higher level the two men running basically along a path similar to the one you took, though not quite as organized and probably going off the path at certain points because they're just in flight at the moment, trying to get away. Um, and uh, on your level, 
I'll say like up ahead, you can see hmm, what's an interesting jungle feature. Any ideas? Maybe there's some like hanging vines up ahead. Knockwell says swing, and he jumps onto one and swings across. I've always wanted to do this. Emma just grabs the vine with thinking and goes for it. Okay. It's strangely thrilling. Yeah. And Shay does the to swing across a vine to gain momentum on these guys. I'd say difficulty two for the, the swinging successfully. So there's a, it's a complication. Uh, I'll say a tangled a one point complication. Potentially you might get kind of stuck for a second because of all the, the vines okay. crossing. Athletics and dexterity. Sure. Yep, well, you got it. Okay. Uh, not quite enough to buy off the complication, though. I suppose I'll have to deal with it. All right. So um, let me think. So tangled. I'll say uh, you lose the rifle. It gets tangled up in the stuff. Yeah, so you easy come, easy go. You could try to, to pick it off. Try to get it off next round if you spend your round doing that, but otherwise you can leave. Eh. All right. Who wants to roll next? I'll go next. You can also just jump if you have the ability to jump a long distance. Thanks to the scale. I don't think. I think it only works for lifting and uh, throwing. I I knew that. I'll double check. Yeah. Read Read the gift. Okay, so which one is this? This is Unstoppable Might. Oh, wow. For the duration of a single action, gain plus one might scale for determining how much your character can lift, break, or throw. Okay, yeah. All right, fair. Okay. I just have a straight roll. Um, Would you rather I do that first, or...? You guys can roll at the same time. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Cool. All right. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> Freeing drama dice. Oh, whoa. Emma got zero successes. She got zero successes in a botch. Yeah. I'm just going to take that. Uh... Mm, okay. Wait. So... Hang on. Do I need to roll that one? No, I already. You, you, you already, already rolled completed it. Completed the jump. Yep. 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 So uh, you have two momentum. Um, failure at this point doesn't mean you fall or anything. It's just you just kind of get stuck on a swinging vine. You don't quite reach the cliff. Uh, a botch would be a fall of some kind. Okay, Shay, you want to use the two momentum? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll try to use them. I mean, I can't I can't make mine worse. I'll you in the sense that. Uh, yeah, I'll just use both of them, and we'll be momentumless for the moment. Sure. Uh, yeah, if we could do it one at a time, that'd be one thing, but with only two there, I think. Hey, so <laughs> I quickly roll two successes on those two momentum dice. Okay. So, uh, do you want to buy off the complication? No, I think I'll just get... uh, I'll take the tangled, and I will succeed. 
Okay, so Tangled, uh, you lose an item of some sort. Alright, what do I have? Uh, I can keep the rifle company. Yeah, let's look at... So yeah, maybe the... Uh, instead of losing a specific item, the, the pack gets tangled up and like, whatever, you know, what's inside falls out since we're not like... Yeah, we see a bunch of pots and pouches and things go tumbling over the, the cliff. Right, generic survival stuff. You managed to pull yourself up onto that ledge, and uh, yeah, and you're now uh, roughly in front of those two guys. So you and Jean-Pierre are in front of them. Emma is still swinging, trying to get uh, across. All right. Uh, Bloody so hell, tougher than it looks. They're going to try and duck down uh, a lower path on their side. To get away. So I'll make a roll for them. Mm, okay. So, yeah, they're able to uh, put a little distance between you and them. So, I'll say this next one will be difficulty three. Actually, no, let's say it's difficulty two still, but. Uh, there's now a two-point complication of thorny uh, brambles. Right. Uh -huh. There's a wall of very nasty-looking sticker bushes between you and them. Ah, uh, I believe uh, for the first time. Uh, free running comes into play here. Okay. Uh, Jean Pierre is uh, let's say going for the tackle. Uh, so yeah, uh, when he faces a complication to moving at top speed with athletics, uh, your character spends one less success to ignore it. Faces multiple okay. complications, each one is separate. So it's it's reducing the complication by one. Okay. So let's so see. Treat it as a one pointer then. I still have to get at least enough successes to buy it off. Uh, so athletics plus dexterity. I've already done that. Eh. That's fun. Yeah. I have to be creative every time. Fair. So, sometimes you're just running and jumping through a jungle. And... Yeah. Yep. Jean-Pierre is still having a little bit of trouble thinking of this in lethal terms. He's going for the tackle. And he gets the one success. Which, uh, not enough, used. I don't believe. Oh, by the uh, way, you got one momentum for the failure that um, oh. Emma had, by the way. Uh, and you, you still have plenty of inspiration, I think. Maybe? I've got Three at the moment because we I spent two then gained one back. Right. So I'll if spend you... another one, uh, for uh, let's say for I don't know how this really works as intuitive. Yeah, it's intuitive. Uh, I guess it's, you're you're yeah. moving quickly. You're just acting on instinct. That's what that represents. Okay. So either yeah. luck so... or quick reflexes allows you to find a way through the the thorny brambles and get in front of them 
Right then. Uh, so that is exactly what he will do. Uh, and you didn't quick. You yeah. didn't get any uh, further successes. Well, so that's he got so, one success and then two enhancement, which is just enough to buy off the complication and get the success. So you, you're able to keep up with them, but you didn't get enough to like create a complication for them essentially. So like if you tried right. to tackle one of them, they got they got past you. Okay. Yeah, well, at least I'm not. At least they're not losing us. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think Shay's gonna try to uh, brute force jump through it. Okay. So I'm gonna. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna use might and athletics on this one. Just a big old, uh, jumpy boy through it. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh. Let's see here, that's six dice. Well, at least, yeah, so I'm also going to use, I'm going to use destructive here. Uh, mm -hmm. My destructive uh, facets. I'm going to spend an inspiration to use my destructive facet to add two enhancement. That's three. So, you still need another one if you want to get past the, the complication. All right, because my complication is two. So yeah, no, I'm just going to uh, uh, I'm going to put a dent in the uh, in the what's it called the briar, uh, the thorny briars. But well, yeah, I'll still. To, you can either choose to pursue them, or you could focus on removing the complication. So like, if you just use this to get rid of the thorny brambles, they're no longer a complication for you or Emma. All right, so yeah, no, I'll do that instead. So I will focus on that. Yeah. And rip right through it with your leap, pull them out of the ground, and make a big gap. Uh, but you're a little bit behind them. Right. Uh, that makes Emma, sense. Uh, you have the same difficulty you had before, difficulty two, and one for the uh, tangled. All right. Um, let me get rid of the artifact, see if I have anything here. No. Um, so, yeah, I'll just uh, make that roll of six. Yeah, At least you have six. skill tricks that apply to physical jumping and hopping? And I do not, no. Okay, just I don't believe so. Double checking. Hey! Oh, success. So you need two to succeed. And if you don't get rid of the, the complication, you'll potentially lose an item. Right. Great. I'm still I swinging. Mean, have you could have use you... this turn to just get rid of Tangled, or you could spend a point of inspiration or momentum or something to try to get more successes. And spend a point of inspiration. I think that'd get me out of here. Okay. And line. which facet would you use? Uh, uh, let's see. Um, could I use destructive and uh, cut vine as I'm closer to one side than the other? Well, yeah, narratively, sure. I mean, you have two points in destructive. I have one point in destructive. I have two. In then that won't be enough because 
you, okay, you need then, um, to have to deal with Tangled. You need two more successes, so you need something that you have a rating of two or higher. Oh, then I'd have to use Intuitive, and, okay, um, yeah. Like yeah, I said, it's, sense. you know, luck or just quick thinking allows you to do it. So yeah, it, could, it could also be cutting the, the vine at the right time rather oh, than yeah, destructive, yeah, which would be... Like, as you're swinging, yeah. you cut, yeah. and then you just use the, the momentum to tumble across to the other side. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, I'll give you a point of momentum for adding something there, and then... Okay. So, at this point, uh, Shay and Emma are one range band away, but Jean-Pierre is caught up with them. Okay, on this round, I'll say they're trying to get to a jeep that's parked somewhere on the edge of the jungle. Um, I will remind you guys, you do have the ability to do dramatic editing, uh, which can kind of make stuff like this moot. Like, you can say that uh, some Mapuche uh, locals show up to stop them, or uh, their jeep is out of fuel, or a monster, a puma, <laughs> jumps on them. I don't know. <laughs> Mm. Um, in essence, dramatic editing is your ability to sort of bend the narrative in your character's favor. It's cheaper for Daredevils right. than it is for Stalwarts, though. It is. Um, How much inspiration do each of you have currently? Well, I just I used it to get out of that. So. Well, no, you, you, you should have. One. It's not yeah. D&D. It's, you have a pool. Okay. Yeah, I have three to start. I with. have two left. I have, I have two of four. I have one of three. Okay. Any thoughts? I'll let you guys pull it if you want. Um, is what, what you could do to, to stop these guys from getting away? Or what might happen in the narrative to stop them from getting away? Jeep's undercarriage gets wrecked. They run it into quicksand. Oh, okay. that's even better. Yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that's, that's a two-pointer, I'd say. So uh, whoever wants to spend one from, from that can work with I'll spend else. one. I'll right. spend my last one. I mean, I, no, I'm good with spending... Okay, this is where it gets... No, this uh, problem. Shay can't spend it as cheaply. He has to spend an extra point. So Yeah, yeah so I'd have to spend two. Spend so, yeah. One. so yeah, that's fine. You'll get some back. So uh, yeah, they start mm-hmm. taking off. And as they're thumbing their noses at you, laughing and at you, by the way, um, suddenly it's broken. You see that they landed in a pit of Hollywood style quicksand and are quickly uh, having to leap up from their seats and start trying to clamber up on top of the, jing- the Jeep as it futilely uh, tries to struggle out. And uh, they are begging for your assistance in getting uh, out of the quicksand. All right, Chase. Does it, we still have the rope, right? Oh yes, we still have the yeah. guys. You have plenty of rope, yeah. So yeah, as soon as Shay gets within uh, their shouting range, he's gonna start pulling that rope out and try to throw it across the, like from one end of the pit to another to the other. Yeah. So you can I see a long shot of the the ground surrounding the quicksand pit, um, and then you know. I don't know, five meters away in the pit center, we see the jeep and uh, these two guys trying to reach out for you as you toss them the rope. So, um, I 
Well, let me think. Yeah, you just you pull them out. They they get the rope and start uh, climbing out of. They have to go through the mud and everything, but they they're able to get out. And they're they're exhausted by the time that you have yanked them up onto the shore. Um. So, what do you do with these guys? Currently, they're not capable of fighting, but they might try to escape or, you know, otherwise right. sabotage you. What do you want to do with them? Grab some creeper vines, leave them tied up for the Mapuche. Okay. Yeah, no, that works. Uh, yeah, Shay will say, uh, I don't want to, I don't also want to call him the wrong name. I nearly did it. Uh, uh, no, uh, well, uh, Shay will tell him to go get, uh, if he knows any locals, any, anyone closer than the, uh, than Santiago <laughs> proper, uh, get them over here to you collect these guys. Yeah. Land, so yeah, yeah, he says they'll be happy to take them prisoner. It's a little bit of a gleam in his eye when he says that, and you see the Carbonarius look fearful. But, uh, so here it takes some pictures of them, smile, and then um, <laughs> cut to uh, you guys preparing to do your little heist. So let's uh, let's take a break here. You guys can um, recover at least one point of inspiration, possibly more. Let me see. And then uh, we'll uh, take like a 10-minute break, maybe. So you guys get, uh, I'd say, all your inspiration back, actually, because... I'm imagining getting to back to the casino and plotting your plan there um, will take enough time that you will have been able to, to rest and restore that. So, uh, let's see. So, what is your plan for trying to break in or to sneak in or however you want to do it? Actually, no, I shouldn't ask that question. What do we see your characters doing around the casino because this is a really good chance to use dramatic editing to uh sort of do the inferred planning kind of thing that we see in games like blaze in the dark or in you know tv shows like leverage or the sting where the audience may not be clued in but uh they as as the story progresses we are uh there's little reveals of things that were done by the protagonist that we weren't necessarily privy to initially. Also, it does a nice job of preventing us from having to agonize over a plan for three hours or whatever. Right. Only so three hours. Uh, no, sorry. That's, <laughs> that's uncalled for. Uh. No, there's so definitely been times when it's been longer. <laughs> it briefly, it's happened. Right. Uh, Jean-Pierre is going to be in his element for the first time in a while. Um, he would be playing the tables and just generally making uh, something of a spectacle of himself, mm -hmm. drawing attention to, to him and away from everybody else. Uh, and just kind of putting himself in a, a central location to help out if somebody else needs an, an additional bit of distraction to get past a guard or to uh, sneak through something. That's good. good. Cisco in that one uh, Deep Space Nine episode. 
And he started throwing the money around. Uh, Shay is going to be completely out of his element. Uh, well, not completely. Uh, he's going to be uh, going to be dressed up nice, like he belongs at the casino, but he's uh, pretending to be uh, a bit of a uh, uh, like not a collector, but uh, kind of doing touristy stuff in the museum section. Like he's looking at everything, but he's kind of the eyes on the the ground, so to speak, and either waiting for a, a time. Actually, yeah, don't want to plan too much. So yeah, he's there. He's physically on location, uh, looking for an opportunity uh, to uh, identify what we can grab, like without like causing any problems and uh, getting ready to do so. Okay. I guess that leaves, um, Emma's sneaking into the museum ahead of time to take care of any security. Okay, so she's going to go into the museum proper. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, uh, let's see. Yeah. All right. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you're going to want to try to remove uh, obstacles in the museum ahead of time? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, give me a, a roll to represent that. I'll say, you know, the security here is pretty good for 1934. But um, that's like a, I don't know, two-point complication, we'll say. Uh, difficulty would be, say, a two. And this is just specifically to be able to turn off whatever alarms might go off if the glass is broken or a case is opened. I'm going to use... Uh... Dexterity Larson, I believe, for that. Okay, sure. That's a good solid. Oh! Crivens! All the better. Good solid all seven. Hmm. Not ideal. Two successes. It'll be worse. Yeah. It can always be worse. So I'd say, yeah, it was, was it, did I say two difficulty? Yeah. yeah. Two, two complications. So, yeah, you need four. So you could fail, or, uh, but that would potentially set off an alarm, or you could just try to deal with the alarm and not succeed in disabling them? Um, well, I'm not going to be doing the actual theft because we have the for that. So I'm basically just kind of doing recon for the most part. I can make a note of the alarm systems, but get out there without disabling them. Sure, that works. 
So uh, what do we see of you doing this in a brief, uh, you know, cut away from the casino um, floor? Cut away from the casino floor. Um, and we see Emma basically, you know, sneaking through the museum quietly. Um, trying to think for 1930s. Well, remember, museum is open. Oh, museum's open? Oh, then she's yeah, just touring yeah. around um, and quick cuts to... Sorry, then let, let me start from scratch. She, she's touring around, making a note of artifacts, just making like little notes in her journal about various things that she sees, and um, occasionally there's cuts to exhibits, and then intercut with those, there's cuts to like alarm systems or... Um, like, just yeah, that's, you know, like you'd see yeah. wires connected to cases, and, and those wires lead to alarms on the wall. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the 30s equivalent of high tech security. But it, she's very quickly, her tour groups very quickly moved along before she can do anything to the wires. So, sure. and there's been a lingering shot on a thing that looks like a poncho, um, made out of some sort of animal skin. And yep. uh, you find what appears to be the Mancun in there among the assorted uh, Mapuche artifacts on display. There's also stuff from uh, other parts of uh, the Americas uh, just kind of mixed in there. Willy-nilly, Aztec, Toltec, um, you know, Mayan. And, yeah, just sort of whatnot. all mushed together because it looks vaguely like the same aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, there's not it doesn't seem to be a great deal of scholarship going on here so much as just kind of a trophy room. So yeah, tour group uh passes out of the the museum, but you have a good idea at least of what you're potentially facing in there. Downstairs in the casino, we could see a nice uh you know, I imagine the uh see, it's kind of, you know, a lot of whites and reds and uh a little bit of a like a velvety dark red carpet and uh, people in expensive evening gowns and tuxedos, high cravats uh, gathered around an assortment of tables where some uh, fairly poker-faced looking employees are acting as dealers and surfing staff. And uh, we could see Jean-Pierre having a good time at one of the tables. What is his game of choice? Is it like Shaman de Fur, or is it uh, Baccarat poker? I, w- I want Back. to say Baccarat, but I have no idea how to actually play it. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. We're not uh, going to go into the, details. <laughs> uh, the short version is, it's it's very complicated blackjack. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, just imagine how you is play blackjack. Is that the blackjack. one where you say uh, bonk? Bonk? Uh, yeah, that's if you're if you're playing as the well. Okay, there's different ways of playing baccarat, but basically it's whether you're playing as the bank, like for, oh. against the other players, or if you, or which is, uh, or if you're playing okay. against the bank, which is more like traditional blackjack. Mm-hmm. It's a. I don't want to get too much into it because uh, if sure. both of the baccarat specialists that cross over into uh, tabletop games. Uh, they will get upset if I simplify it too much, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's kind of like it, it's a very it, it's very similar 
at least in like goal like goal wise to blackjack. Okay. Okay. It's, I, I mostly know what is that that game that James Bond plays yes. a lot, except for that right. one weird period where everybody is obsessed with Texas Hold'em briefly. Yeah. Yep. That's why they're uh, playing it in uh, Casino Royale. Right. Yeah, that was a weird time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as somebody who made a, a grand total of about sixty bucks uh, playing poker, uh, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, I got into it too. It was it was fun. Making a a profit is more than most. Uh, I did not make a profit. I just <laughs> I, wow. I paid about sixty bucks to make mm. about sixty bucks. You broke even. I got to, yeah. yeah, I mean, I had to pay some tips though. So really, I came up behind. But uh, yeah, usually usually got either money or you know yeah. got some some prizes for it. So. I'll take that. Uh, but yeah. The, There's... Either Baccarat or Craps. Yeah, I like Baccarat. It's fancier. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more classy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're performing well um, and uh, enjoying making good uh, company with everybody. Um, where is Shay? Uh, Shay's probably... Shay's right next to the entrance to the museum. Okay, the museum so yeah, there's area. Like a, yeah, there's like a stairwell with uh, one of those velvet rope things, and somebody can, like a guide, can lead you up to the museum on the second floor. Right, and he's wearing some uh, uh, some fancy looking glasses uh, that look a bit, that look completely different than everything he's worn so far, and uh, he's trying to kind of play up that part. Which part? The 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 being a nerd at a museum. Sort oh, of thing. okay. Yeah. So you in like a Tweety sort of outfit. Yeah. Okay, that works. Okay. Uh, is there any dramatic editing you want to do in relation to cover stories or arrangements that you made to to be shown things? Because Harriet did mention that she had people that could get you access. Actually, uh, if no one else, I mean. This is one of the re- reasons I, I feel bad about playing a uh, uh, a Star Wars is that I'm like, oh, I have an idea, but I have to spend two points, but I don't want to ask anyone else to spend points. Well, so I'll just spend two points. the idea well, to other people, yeah. too. That's yeah. true. Basically, just like have uh, a kit to be able to, like, have some stuff set out ahead of time to help with disabling the security, like tools and. That's like a one pointer, yeah. Yeah. Sounds wise to me. I, I I have four inspiration. I can see myself using maybe two of them here. Uh, so, yeah. Things okay. are really bad. I'd be happy to donate one. Okay. So yeah. So I'll spend it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe as Emma comes down the steps, we see you covertly pass her the tools, Shay, from underneath your or out of your jacket or something behind your back. Sure. And it's like a leather yeah. cache, a little, you know, zipper case that you can hold the, all the things you need to do that with. Um, and Emma, you know, possibly mutters to Shay what she saw uh, in the museum. Yeah. Just a quick rundown of which items you wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I, I think 
give it a cool visual effect. It it instead of it, like as she's talking, it it points to where those marks she were she was she yeah. saw were, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially, we'll say this: you know, the the glass of each display is wired to an alarm if they're not uh, if a key isn't used to open them. Uh, right. Actually, Emma can give me a maybe cunning plus larceny or something related to spotting things check if she wants to to notice something else. Uh, I definitely will. Two. Well, I failed to roll seven dice to do this sort of thing before, so let's see if I can fail to roll seven dice to do this sort of thing now. Oh. Yeah, got it. It's remarkably so- pleasant. Got one uh, point you can use for a stunt of some kind. Uh, but the thing is, you saw that um, Aldeki has the key. You saw maybe somebody... Um, yeah, you saw him in the, up there in the museum, like, putting something back in a display case uh, after showing it to one of the, the more um, wealthy patrons who was in the tour group. Fantastic. We need to get the key off him. Uh, okay, this time I think I have to spend it. Uh, spend for some uh, dramatic editing. Uh, if I want to get Shay, uh, Shay set up as like a, a sort of traveling professor that has a, an employment that we've put in through whatever channels. Uh, to meet with uh, with Aldeki. Okay. So yeah, I'd say that's a one pointer, maybe. Right. So I got to spend two. Like a two for... pointer, if you want to make it like he gives you like a lot of leeway, but. No, I just need basically to meet with him and be close uh, close to him. I'm gonna. I'm also okay. declaring that I have the 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 star of uh the diamond star. Oh, Where I thought Jean-Pierre had it, but yeah, you can have it. I mean, I handed it off. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying like for story reasons, I imagine we we decided who was going to try to do the poll, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, so I'll spend two inspiration on that because I have to spend the one extra for uh, okay. not so, being. Uh, you see, uh, Hans von Nauer approach you. He's uh doesn't have his hat on, but he's still in his uniform. Um, let's see, does he recognize you? No, we'll say he doesn't. But you know that if he takes any special time or anything to think about it, he might. But at the moment, he says, Sir, I think you are expected in the office. Please follow me. So he leads you away from the stairwell leading up to the museum and over towards a different... Uh, stairwell and guides you up to the uh, office level see a receptionist and he tips his uh his little nod and heads back down and uh door opens you see Aldeki there he's on the phone he's holding the receiver in one hand and the uh you know he's got the uh the earpiece to his ear and he nods to you it's, it's kind of thin Weaselly looking guy with slicked hair and a monocle. 
and uh, speaking rapidly in Spanish and then switching to French. And then uh, he nods and hangs up and says, Yes, uh, sir, you, uh, I believe you were the professor I was told was visiting. From Ireland, was it? Uh, yes, I'm, uh... Oh, God. Uh, I gotta come up with a name. Uh... Eddie O'Malley. That's terrible. Uh, it's yes. too Irish. Uh, yeah, it's a Dr. O'Malley. I'll just go with Dr. O'Malley. And, yes, yeah. Uh, I can uh, say Thomas O'Malley. But that requires that you be a ginger. I can't be the only person here who's seen the Aristocats. Oh! No, I, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, I have seen the Aristocrats. Uh, the Aristocats, sorry. The Aristocrats is a different movie that is... Oh, it's a very oh. different movie. Yeah. I think we need to watch the Aristocrats now because it's Bob Saget. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's focus slightly. Sorry. How can I be of assistance to you, Doctor O'Malley? Uh, Well, I, I, I I heard that you had uh, some uh, local artifacts that I was very interested in. Uh, They were. uh, Uh, Which ones? And uh, he kind of looks nervous and says, uh, there's the one with the... Uh, uh, okay, out of character. What's the, the name of the uh, the coat? Mencune. Mencune. I've heard stories about it and wanted yeah, to see it in person. Took a lot of work to get that one. Very irascible locals. Uh, Seemed intent on preventing uh, my experts from having a look at it, but uh, we came to an agreement. Yes, it's it's in the public display if you wanted to take a look. Um, surely you don't need my assistance for that. Uh, and Shay says, uh, well, don't you have some sort of, like, uh, I want to get a, a better look at it. Uh, and he Match, he says the, the glass cases can give distortions. Okay, give me a persuading check. Oh yeah, this is going to be... <laughs> uh, luckily, I have spent more uh, more points on this, so I don't, I'm don't. i no longer rolling with just two dice. I am right, rolling I'm, I'm with... I'm going to roll for him, sussing that something sniff, sniffy is going on. Um, we got three. It's difficulty three. I have five dice, which is. I'll give you pretty... one point of enhancement for the uh, the cover identity. Sounds good. Uh, two. Ooh. Need one more. I want to spend inspiration, or do I want to try to roll for it? I, I think I'm just going to spend the inspiration here. I still have one more after this, and. Okay. So yeah, intuitive. I'll I'll say like uh, saying, "Hey, he'll uh, Shay will mess with his glasses and just say, with all the the sort of different levels of glass, it's hard to tell what's." And he he sort of leans in and says, uh, "I've heard it's made of human skin." Well, that's the story, though. I wouldn't put too much uh, stake in those things. 
lot of funny folklore going around. I mean, the man who had possessed it claimed that he had put a curse on me. He looks around and says, it doesn't look like I'm doing too badly, does it? Uh, Jay says, uh, well, I heard that you've been having some issues with the, the, the locals. Oh, uh, well, that's more of a business issue. Rather not talk about that right now, if you don't mind. Could use a break. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, I could see to it that you have access. Let's go up and see. So he walks along. He starts taking out a keychain, jangling the keys around, hitting up a corridor to you know that links up to the one of the other entrances into the museum. Yeah, Shay is paying attention to where that that key is. Uh, you said it. Uh, like it's, uh, he's got a waistcoat. And there's a little chain hooked to the waistcoat that leads into a pocket, and that's where the keys are. All right. So yeah, she's not gonna. She's gonna wait until he like uh, does something with the key so that it gives him a chance to like actually pick it when he's like paying attention to something else, like put, while he's trying to put it back, sort of thing. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. So um, let's see. Yeah. So he, he goes over to the display with the Mancun and uh, unlocks it and opens it and says, there. And he kind of stands off to one side, uh, keeping an eye on you as you're looking at it. Right. It's and pretty, isn't it? A bit gruesome, but um, it's the nature of things here. Such savage wonders to be found in the darker corners of the world. And yeah, she gets closer to it, obviously not touching it, uh, and uh, is uh, trying to get a good, like, uh, said, it's well made, though. It's no matter whether it's uh, what kind of skin it is, uh, it's someone put a lot of time into this. Oh, definitely. The craftsmanship's quite exquisite. It's one of the few ones in. Uh... Possession of a civilized collector. Uh, well, it seems uh, that uh, your your experts do know what how to uh, how to collect these things. Well, yes, I people in different places, you know, some legitimate, some less so. Money goes a long way to providing access. Uh, would you like to hold it? Uh, yes, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, no problem. So he uh, leans in to, to go grab the thing, and you think you might have a chance to try to nab the key. All right. Uh, so yeah, Shay will try to nab it now. Uh, with this, it would be larceny plus dexterity. Or cunning, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, dexterity, I mean, those are all... Three, three or worse. So I'll just use dexterity. I do have was it three enhancement? Yeah, for diamond star. As long as you're trying to steal something of great value, right? Which this isn't directly doing, but it is spiritually doing in the sense that it you're is actively the key to, trying to. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's part of it. Yeah. It, it it is not a literal thing. Where, you, anyways, I'm I'm rolling four dice. Woof. Arc. So no successes. Uh, okay. Two momentum. Yeah, I'm gonna 
burn the momentum if you guys don't mind. Keep the momentum going. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's one of the situations where if I get one success, I'm pretty sure I can uh-huh. pull this off. So it's like, oh, man. Okay. So, well, well, the good news is we get a momentum. Uh, that's true. So no successes. Um, you do get a point of momentum. And as you go to reach for it, uh, suddenly his hand claps down on your wrist. He says, excuse me, sir. What exactly are you trying here? Uh, hmm. How much does Shay want to... Shay really wants to punch this guy. Uh, so <laughs> mm-hmm. Shay's going to headbutt him. Uh, okay. and try to... Just be aware, there are other people in the museum. Yeah, he's not trying to like win a fight with him. He's just trying to get him physically away from him. And uh actually no, he can just grab the third the thing. Uh so uh so yeah, he's just trying to like since the he wanted the okay. He wanted the key to be able to get everything, but in this case he can, himself can just get the one thing that they came here for. Yes, yeah, but that would leave the rest of the stuff in the possession of Aldeki. Right, but he's also not the only... He can make a scene and get everyone paying attention to him and give yeah, everyone else a sure. chance to... Maybe it's part of the plan. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what that's what he'll do. He'll try to... He's just going to go for the, the code and not... Uh, uh, use... Basically, the headbutt is to get distance on the guy who's he's right next to... And then he's going to try to grab the coat and run. That's the plan. That's the current (laughs) short-term plan. All right. Uh, Let's see. This will be difficulty four, his defense. All right. Good luck. Uh, I do have a good amount of skill in this, plus I have some natural enhancement. So hopefully my dice rolling goes a little better. Yeah, four right there. That's enough to hit him. Uh, so I think with my one enhancement, can I knock him down with that? Yeah. So yeah, just kind of again space uh, to actually grab the grab the the coat and run. Uh, so he follow- falls to the ground. His monocle pops out of his face, and he's like, "Ah, oh." You just headbutted me. Guards! Guards, he's taking the Mancune. Stop him at all costs. And uh, uh, Shay gives him a sarcastic salute and uh, <laughs> starts to. Mm-hmm. Where are you uh, running to? Okay, so we established this was like on a second floor, right? Yes, there's a second floor. There are windows up here. But yeah, I think Shay's gonna go windows words. Uh, as long as we're uh, right, sure. as long as we're not like I wanna make sure it was second floor and not like fifth yeah. floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, sure. Basically. Uh, did, did we all hear that? Um there will be yeah, I think, you know, you're clued in enough to be alert to things like that. So I think Emma would be able to hear it and then probably signal jump here that something's going on. 
Because you'll see, like, guards start responding, like, Hans and his men will start, you know, storming upstairs to try to stop whoever's in the museum. I, I would like to, to pull out a bespoke, custom-made distraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, Jean-Pierre is going to kind of shrug the, uh, shrug the woman off of his arm politely, and then uh, reach into his pocket uh, and pull out a mask, which he puts on. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the flare gun. Uh-huh. And then shout, Ladies and gentlemen of this casino, I regret to inform that the Pumas are pulling off a raid. You may wish to run. And then fire the flare gun into the ceiling. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so this is just diversion, I think is what we would call this. So. Chaos. <laughs> Roll here. Oh, God. Um, so if you succeed and you get uh, a success with, you know, stunt, you can give a diversion. It gives a confirmation right. to it's Larceny and cut. What the hell? If this counts as lying, then he gets two enhancements. I mean, we're definitely not raiding this place. There's still the place. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right. So I'll say Flare gives an enhancement to. So how many successes is that total? Uh, four, five, six, seven. Wow. All right. So yeah, you get five points to spend on stunts. So let me give you some ideas of stunts you can buy. Uh, one point is to get diversion, and that will give a plus two complication on anybody trying to pursue uh, somebody. Um, yep. And if they fail, that basically get bought. If they don't get, they don't buy it off. They have to spend an extra turn trying to deal with the diversion. Uh, two would give you an escape route that you could use for yourself or other people. Um, three. Well, that one. Um, Shattered glass with two successes, you can uh, impose plus three. Right. So, yes, all right. So, you've created the diversion, you've created a fire, and you've created an escape route. So, uh, Shay, you're going out a window. Um, you can, I don't know, how has it worked out that you end up having an easy way of getting away? Uh, let's say there's like a on the on the first floor, there's like a what's it called, uh, canopy sort of thing that Shay mm -hmm. kind of lands on and slides down, and okay. lands relatively cleanly, mm -hmm. and it kind of you know, and then because he's Shay and mighty, uh, everything kind of collapses behind him. Like it's not, it works once. All right. Yeah. Sure. All right, and we can see that you're on the other side of the crowd that's fleeing the uh, Les Pumas. And um, what is Emma doing? In the midst of all this, uh, mm -hmm. I think she's just going to flee. She was going to leap the staircase and try and take on the guards to buy some time, but uh, that's not needed, so I, have I think she's just going to blend into the garden escape. What, what is your idea? Emma can still steal things. Like, we have more than one thing that we want to steal. We could use Shay being right. a, a, a big old uh, uh, meat hand yeah. boy 
to so, like, uh, the guards are following up to the second floor. They run through the museum to chase him. He smashes open a window, and while they're looking out, you can go through the museum and take stuff. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. the alarm is already all going on, so if yeah. you smash glass, it's not going to matter. All right, yeah. so give me a roll for uh, to see how well you you get stuff. So I'd say getting everything in museums probably going to take like four successes or more, but um, still good. I'm just. Out. I'm going to start Dexterity Larceny and see how far I get. Okay. Especially because I've managed to underroll this about two or three times now. Okay. Hey, you got three. I, three, I don't think so I, if you get I get a lot. Yeah. you can, If you use uh, Inspiration, you can get all of it. I... Um, would that be one point of inspiration? Remember, yeah. when you activate the facet, it gives you enhancement. So I don't know what your facets are exactly, but one of them would be enough to get you one more success, which would be enough to get all of it. Excellent. She uses destructive to smash the other cases. Okay. Yeah. So you quickly move through briskly, smashing, grabbing, tossing into a bag of some kind, and making yeah. your way towards an exit. See Von Nauer looking around. Um, let's see. Alright, he's going to try and figure out what's going on here. Uh, so, actually, he has. you have a turn. So what do you do after you've, you've gotten all that stuff? Where are you going? Back downstairs or out the window or what? Well, Shay did smash the window. Let's go out the window. Okay, well, hold on. The window you went out is where all the guards are looking out of. So you'd have to like walk through them and then drop between them and get it. Yeah. Then just, uh, you know, blend into the crowd as they're rushing down the okay. staircase and make my escape through the chaos. All right. So yeah, make a roll for that. All right. Um, that would be. Let's see. Um, Honestly, I'm going to use something a little unorthodox and say cunning athletics. Yeah, that's fine. Because she's trying to blend in the crowd and make her expeditious. Hey, that's not too shabby. All right. All right. I'm going to make a roll for Al Decky. See if he figures out what's happened. No. All right. So, yeah, you guys... Uh, Emma and Shay are somewhere outside of the casino, presumably heading towards a vehicle, I guess. And right. where's Jump here while he's got his uh, burning... I, I, I'm just saying Jump here is just going to kind of lead the guards around the casino, jumping on tables. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of like a streaker in a grease factory. Alright. Uh, <laughs> and then That's a good metaphor. Up, uh, it's a disgusting metaphor, but it's a good metaphor, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, he's going to wind up jumping off of a roulette table, mm -hmm. uh, swinging off a chandelier, and crashing through a window into the bushes. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So give me a roll for that. I would and... like to use a skill trick. Oh, yeah. Always okay. have an exit. Oh, yeah. You just activate it with a point of momentum and then. What does it uh, do so exactly? I forget what uh, it says. Add my larceny to an athletics roll. Oh, awesome. Okay. 
Uh, so that would be larceny plus athletics plus manipulation, let's say. Okay. Or, yeah, manipulation. Or dexterity would have been the same value. Uh, so yeah. yeah. At a certain point, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Okay. Fair. I always get into that thing where I'm like, oh, am I overcomplicating? Yes, I am overcomplicating yes. this. Yeah. Yes, to, I mean, yes, in general. Thought is but... occurring to you that you're overthinking well, something. You've already overthought. Dice and got yeah. one success. Well, you know that's dice. More than none. All right, yeah. I'm going to make a roll for the guards. So I'm going to make four. I mean, you can also. Uh... Oh, uh, inspiration. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably could have. Uh... Uh, that would match if I if I spend an inspiration for mm-hmm. intuitive. That would, yeah, that would match them. Okay, um, yeah. So you're just one step ahead of them as you go flying out the window. Uh, shattering of glass, people uh, hustling out of the casino, and some of them see you and like cries. They point, rescue us! Look, Tim the thief. Um, people are clutching their pearls, literally. And um, Ben Nauer is yelling, Get them! Stop that! And, uh, alright, at this point, let me think. Alright, so Emma is unseen, Shay was seen, but he's out front, and he's he's behind the crowd. Uh, right now, probably Les Pumas is getting the most attention. Um, alright, so Shay and Emma, you, you're probably able to get to your car at this point, or cars depending on how you want to say that you have that arranged. Um, what do you want to do to try to assist in the escape of Las Pumas? Again, assuming this is part of the plan. Right. I imagine we're just going to... Uh, I mean, I imagine we we try to do one car because we're we're not trying okay. to split up here. Uh, you can like, pick him up. Like, you can just yeah. dri- do a drive-fast roll and, and get him out of there. Right. That'd be the goal, is okay. to kind of Know which which way he's likely to come out, and then just drive no, perpendicular. Yeah, you know exactly where yeah. he's coming out. This is yeah. all part of the plan. So, uh, give me uh, whoever wants to drive can roll for that. Uh, I think Emma's oh, probably a better yeah. driver. Yeah, I mean, Emma's both of y'all are better. Got her piloting. Oh yeah, right. So I, uh, I, I don't know if Jean Pierre is going to be able to drive immediately. Like y'all, y- y'all mm-hmm. are doing the rescue. Yeah. Yeah, All so, right, so uh, uh, that's going to be dexterity pilot. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be five dice. So let's see if we can. And do you have any gifts or anything related to that? Uh, you would think, but that but, wound was alas, pretty conclusive. No. Yeah. Right. So you have two momentum. You didn't botch, but you got no successes again. I'll um, use the two. Does is everybody fine with me using the two momentum? We're kind of getting down to the wire. Yeah, go ahead. All right. We have to make a dashing exit. Hey! Woo! So that's two that successes. Yeah, is... Sorry, right. that was loud. That's fine. Uh, All right. It... So it's good to be excited. In there, um, some shots are fired in the direction. I'm gonna make a roll for the guards. Uh, it's nope, 
They botched. All right, so yeah. Uh, as they're starting to fire, Aldeck, he shouts, Do not hit anyone in the crowd, are you mad? And they stop firing, and Vendauer takes his cap and throws it on the ground and stomps on it. And uh, you guys speedily drive off with uh, Jean-Pierre with his mask on, probably waving him goodbye. Waving his hat, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> the hat that he stole earlier? Of course. Amazing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, cut to scene of you driving victoriously back from the city through the village. See some of the Mapuche people coming out to greet you, including Nakwell, his brother, Island, Harriet, and um, yeah, Preto's not there. But um, we see a silent scene of Shay bringing the uh, Mancun to him in the cave and him smiling a mysterious smile and gesturing to watch. And we see him taking off his current poncho, donning the Mancun. And we see a reverse shot of Shay looking in surprise as he begins to rise off the floor. Like, swings up into the sky above the cave. And then, uh, let's see, one last uh, scene of each of you. Shay's probably still studying with Prato, but um, you could describe what kind of training you're doing. So, uh, yeah, so... From the the flying part, uh, I I imagine when Shay comes back down, they're doing kind of uh, more like physical focus training, like mm-hmm. try like uh, Shay's trying to practice just like hovering, not just like flying out of control with the uh, uh, with the cloak, and just like focusing on like just slight movements. And uh, yeah, just kind of trying to get that under under control. And there's like a few moments of just being like sudden. Uh, it looks good for a little while, and then there's a, a moment where Shay kind of does a controlled backflip mm-hmm. with the flying, and then he kind of goes a little bit too far and uh, kind of loses loses the balance in the air, but kind of just like floats into a wall, but nothing again. Sure. This right. is Shay. He's, <laughs> we know he's durable. Hitting a wall is not going to do much to him. Right. Yeah. Um, what about Emma and Jean-Pierre? Jean-Pierre is going to be in a bar in a crowd of more or less drunk people. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say just kind of quietly spinning stories of the exploits of Los Pumas. Right, okay, sure. They got a, uh, they got a feeder rumor. Mm-hmm. Emma is breathlessly playing something to a telegraph operator as she flips through her notebook and also possibly thinking of... Um, writing a spin-off series in Sam Steele involving the uh, legendary exploits of Eve. Yeah. All right. Gentleman thief, so. <laughs> nice. All right.